0: primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out. Core. World. Yes. You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg's girl, in the Core World News, your holiday news service, providing a depth of coverage for only the latest stories around the galaxy. Now, a news segment rundown for March 11th, 2022. Reading Raptor. But first, this news...
1: All right. Thank you very much, Rex. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Core World News. Uh, Happy to have you all here. Uh, Big episode this week. We're going to cover two uh, High Republic books. And of course, we have the Obi Wan Kenobi teaser trailer.
0: OK, yeah, it clearly is going to be an epic show. It's yeah, I mean, you're going to, have to watch Rogue One. You're going to watch this and then Rogue One and then A New Hope from now on, just to kind of start your journey into the films. Duel of the Fates is a wild choice, and I didn't see a lot of like saber combat that sort of like, uh, you know, calls for that no. that specific track, but. I'm I'm now expecting there to be big fights with the Inquisitors, big fights with Vader. You know, just by using Duel of the Fates. Because yeah, first time we heard that music was you know when we saw the. I
2: mean, it's the only fight. time we see it or or hear it is during those epic lightsaber battles. So yeah. we expect that. Um, yeah, I it, you know, this is not the show I was expecting, but it it looks amazing. My first thought was it was like
1: a lot higher production value than yeah expected. yeah 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 and i don't know if maybe it's too early i think it might have been duel of the fates just sounding amazing and because it's well, like I mean, instant we see, like- gravitas when you hear that's that music but like it looks like a lot higher production value to me than like boba
0: Fett. going to a new planet we know that we see Fortis yeah. Inquisitorius, inquisitorious which is that's a we know that location which is on i guess a moon of mustafar so we're going there Seeing that world. It looks like this actually travels. It looks like we're, we're with the bad guys and Obi-Wan. So, yeah, it looks yeah, like but it
1: even works. like the starship, like the looking down on the starship shot like that. I don't know. It, yeah. it looked it, you know, it felt like you said, Grant, like a theatrical. Like release, and yeah. maybe it will be. I mean, that that's best case scenario, right, is like we get six hour long episodes and it's just. Yeah,
2: like, so I think that's what we're starting to learn is that every season of a show I'm guessing gets pretty much the same budget yeah and and I think we're seeing this with Marvel the Marvel shows as well and what they can negotiate is you you can use that budget however you want you can either get six episodes or eight episodes or nine episodes right and I think what mm-hmm. happens is that oh everyone's like we're going to do less episodes but be able to roll that into the production value right because it does yeah. look it, it it just it looks more cinematic. And again, I'm always impressed with with Mandalorian, but this looks like a the Star Wars movie.
0: Yeah, and the Inquisitor. You know, we see some lightsabers ignite. We can. I expect there's going to be a big fight on Tatooine. Probably a big fight. You know, on this. Yeah. Diamond planet where yeah, we it sure see looks like that it. is obi-wan i think firing the blaster at the end right behind, hiding behind me I,
2: and i yeah i didn't think so but after watching it a few times i think i think you're right like i think after like my third watch i'm like i think you're right i think that is obi-wan i think we're getting obi-wan on i mean whatever but i mean it i love the neon signs it's, it's very blade yeah. Runner esque this whole scene Obi Wan
0: fits in that setting though, just because he is kind yeah. of Metropolitan and, and has hung out in the kind of dense urban capitals well, of the Republic. I mean
1: a hundred percent chance we see him go to a bar. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I think yeah. he has to go to a bar. Just but for... I mean, remember, like we it looks very noir like, neo noir, right? Yep. In that in that in that location, and we've seen Obi Wan in a neo noir movie, right? One yes. third of episode two is a noir movie.
1: It also looks like we see Obi-Wan in sort of refugee status, like him taking the bus and just looking disheveled and, you know, just carting around Tatooine as like an average Joe. And like, what's that like for Obi-Wan Kenobi? Like, I think that's going to be so gripping just to, because Ewan's going to play it beautifully, obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It does seem like a a vagabond or something traveling, just trying to be, you know, uh, unidentified and inconspicuous.
2: yeah, Which makes sense why he's using a blaster, right? Because he cannot use that lightsaber. He can't identify as a, a Jedi, so he actually has so, to so use... So this is
1: what you guys just said, is you think that blaster
2: is Obi-Wan? Yeah, yeah I watched it a couple more times as, uh, just now. It's definitely... it. I it's Not definitely. definitely. I th- I really do think it's him. It looks like him, the way he flips his hair back.
1: I don't know. So uh, I was chatting with uh, Casual Jason on Discord today, and um, he, he raised the point. He's like, what's the chance we see Calcastus in obi-wan
0: oh uh, interesting i'd say pretty high given we see there's like some serious inquisitor bloat yeah in this this trailer it's a good i was worried about this i was worried about a lot of inquisitors in this story because i always (laughs) thought they sort of you know um i don't know they, they rupture the power balance of the the original trilogy where you feel like Vader might be the only guy who's kind of like this, this dark Lord. figure. Well, out. I think by
1: a new hope,
0: he is right he I is. think they all yeah.
1: die. I think yeah. during the comics, right? We see we see the end of the Inquisitorious. I think the uh, un- or at least told... by the end of uh, by the end of Rebels. We see yeah, some...
2: I, I think the yeah. untold story that we're going to get, which we got a little bit in the Darth Vader comic. And maybe they're going to maybe this is how they give us a Vader show, which I'm not necessarily asking for, is that. I think eventually the power vacuum is that he just goes out and takes care of any of the inquisitors left over. Like once they have done their job, once they have gotten rid of all remaining Jedi, the next step yeah. is to then get rid of all the inquisitorious. Wait, you think Vader kills the Inquisitor? Yeah, yeah oh, wow. I do. I think at the end, I think I think that's the next step, right, is that you consolidate power. So you yeah. use them as tools to get rid of, to hunt all the Jedi. And once all the Jedi are hunted, you get rid of all the inquisitorious. I wonder if that will be that's featured in the show. Me. Cause
0: that's an interesting plot to like maybe some of these these inquisitors discover Obi-Wan and Vader gets upset about that and takes them all out or something like in you know out of just sheer yeah. rage I don't know
1: well th- so that's what casual Jason and I were talking about you know uh, fallen order 2 is coming out relatively soon could be the end of this year beginning of next and like what's the plot going to be because they're no longer trying to restart the Jedi order it makes a lot of sense to um, have them hunt the hunters, like actually hunt the Inquisitorius.
0: Yeah. I feel like Obi is savvy enough to open up communications with, with Bale or people like other Jedi. Like I, I feel like in this show, you're going to see hey, he does – send like morse code to like other jedi Like you're gonna he is at the end of this show i think able to communicate with other jedi and that gives him an opening into into fallen order too like into that game if he if, oh wow if Cal wants to get missions from obi-wan or whatever
1: oh wow yeah that's pretty interesting, interesting. I like.
0: yeah
2: that. i didn't think about that but that would it, make sense
1: anyways this is a long way to say there is one jedi that uses a blaster in um fallen order and it's mm-hmm. sir junda um, I think yeah. she she does live through the first one right just barely yeah. she survives her attack with Vader So but I mean
2: yeah but she true. she says
1: a blaster is just fine with me Um I played the game today and she said it in one of the like hyperspace cutscenes
2: and it was really um, cool. yeah definitely uh she would have to have grown hair much like Obi-Wan's On hair to be
1: Okay, all right. That character. Okay. <laughs> I don't hair. really saw the blaster. I didn't in a cloak. That's all I sort of saw. I remember seeing. Well, when
2: you see it, you actually see a character whip their hair back in a way that looks like very like, fine, a, mullet? like a mullet, like an Obi Wan mullet, but
1: <laughs> like I, exactly like an Obi Wan mullet.
2: All yeah, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And we're bearing the lead here, guys, because this is mullet Obi Wan. Like we are yeah. getting <laughs> neo noir sleuth Obi Wan. Right. The best Obi Wan
1: is mullet Obi Wan.
2: Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, it is going to be great, man. So yeah. the the other thing is that we see Luke. We assume. I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah Luke, right? it's like, definitely. It's Luke, definitely yeah. Luke. Dude, um, you mean Luke? <laughs> yeah, you see Luke in this trailer. Yeah, there's no yeah, trailer
1: like, here's Luke. There's yeah,
2: no here's Luke. else like it could be. Which is my favorite thing, because that means we're going to see so much more that we're not ready to see. Like, we're going to get the we're going to get the emperor. We're going to get Yoda. We're going to we're going to get all of this. Right. Um, because yeah. they're showing us Luke, yeah, the Qui Gon for sure. I
0: do have a feeling the Emperor will be in this show. Yeah, like, yeah, really enough,
2: a hundred percent. Yeah, you're, you're at least one scene. We'll at least get a. a I scene. think Obi Wan's tied to the Emperor in a really like deep. Mm. That's uh, important.
1: I would go the other way on it. I think because you know we don't see the Emperor in In A New Hope, and it's trying to sort of reset that. And and we're just focused on the Inquisitorious. Oh also, I made from the Fall call in the huts, recently...
0: guys. I made
2: the call in the huts, and that turned out. You did. Yeah. But then, no, but then nothing
1: got away
0: from you.
2: But then Ben made every call that's every true. episode <laughs> afterwards. That's true. Ben was that like, was like the streak. Boba Fett whisperer. That was a hot
1: streak for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was just a hot streak. But yo, we did get also we got the Inquisitorious underwater castle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. We saw that in, in, Fallen, in Fallen Order. order. Yeah. That was cool. I'm excited about this, man. I know it was a lot of Inquisitors, but like now I'm in. It makes more sense. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah. We, especially since it's not the grand Inquisitor who's chasing Obi-Wan. Like he's still doing his thing in his castle. And then we've got this new character um, who's on the ground and she... It's weird. We don't see her in a helmet ever in the trailer, but I'm sure she'll like the first time we see her, we'll see her in a cool helmet. But I don't know who this Inquisitor is, and I don't know that she has a spinny lightsaber either. So maybe she's like uh, an apprentice or something uh, or an up and coming or we will open up a whole new world. But I'm excited about her character already, and I don't I haven't heard her say a word. And I love the Inquisitors, the Grand Inquisitor's BO, actually. I thought that was really cool.
2: Yep. I love that. I love the idea of like the Musings on how to draw Jedi out right yeah. like I thought that was fun Um, my general reaction is um if this trailer had come out before I saw a book of Boba Fett I would have been more down on it because it was a lot more traveling than I would have been expecting right. after Boba Fett. I'm okay with a bit of a travelogue <laughs> right. show. Yeah. Because I almost, there was no I no almost would have thought these would have switched places. Like 100%. Yeah. goes to the
0: neon-drenched, you know, uh, Outer Rim Worlds, and Obi-Wan stays on Tatooine sort of being more ponderous and exploring Obi-Wan just, you know, his his ability to stay in hiding and whatnot, survival.
1: Yeah. I'm so high on this show, guys. I, I think it, it looks really It looks amazing.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I the, the, here's the thing it's it's it, it was a low bar to clear because in an obi-wan trailer you're going to get yuma mcgregor's obi-wan in your trailer and the second that happens <laughs> and this was the teaser i am 100% this was in the, trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's the teaser oh right this is the yeah. teaser
1: right so i mean like a teaser for me would have just been like you in and no like voiceover and like that's it or just like a slow like pan across the like dune sea and then like you finally 30 seconds into it get to obi-wan and like that's it no no like that's a teaser and that would have been enough like seeing you and as Obi-Wan would have been enough for me but this is like oh and there's Luke Skywalker too in case you were wondering
0: you get Owen
2: too a lot of Owen lots of Owen yeah Yeah.
1: a lot of Owen and actually the I don't know how much um if you read that Vanity Fair article they seem to get the premiere again um and Deborah Chow said I can't say much I'm just gonna say Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, George Lucas, for casting Joe Igerden as
2: Yeah, because yeah.
1: she was like, oh, you can act. You got a role, buddy. Like she gave him a role. I- I'm expecting a lot from him.
0: That's a character you can do a lot with because he's actually really great in A New Hope. Like Owen Lars what? is a fantastic sort of like, you know, stringent, yeah. you know, farmer. Yeah, dad.
1: I think we're going to get what they sort of hinted at in the, in the, from a certain point of view thing, where he's kind of at odds with, with Ben Kenobi. And yes. he's just like, you need to leave. Like, you bring trouble, go away. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that sort of, and, and yet, oh, Obi-Wan obviously can't.
0: Owen Lars, playable hero in the next Battlefront game. <laughs>
1: Diplomacy.
0: But knowing that we're going <laughs> to see, get Luke... off my moisture farm. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: It'd also be nice to see some, news. you know, like like parental moments between Owen and Luke, right? Like, maybe we'll actually get a bit of a, like, oh, he's actually a good dad. We didn't realize know?
0: how how much influence Owen had on Luke Skywalker and how that kept him human and morally, you know, upstanding. Yeah.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, we have a lot to get to uh today. So why don't we call that? that We're gonna talk a lot more about Obi Wan in the in the future. Um this thing was great. I mean, we could talk about the Grand Inquisitor's head. Uh anyone wanna wanna take that real quick or no? Uh,
0: I just again I'll just leave it at there's a there's a lot of inquisitors in this trailer. I almost saw more inquisitorious than I saw Obi Wan Kenobi, which I don't know if that's the move, but it's if they're confident in what they're doing, I'm I'm excited to see what it is. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was going to go. On, oh,
2: sorry, Adam. Please. No, I was going to say two things real quick. Uh, I did enjoy the person, the the in, in Grand Crusader's voice, voiceover quite a bit. So yeah. maybe part of it is that you cast the role based on the ability to act, not how much they look like the character. Yeah. So maybe we'll get it. Uh, the second thing I'll say is I was not the biggest Cad Bane fan in the world, as we talked about. And I was highly impressed with what they were able to do when they brought him to live action. So maybe the same thing will happen. The Grand Inquisitor,
1: right? Yeah, our Star Wars. There's a lot of crying about, um, you know, characters in live action not looking like the the cartoons. And yeah. okay, cool, fine. Uh, to me, it's just like, yes, they don't look exactly the same. At the end. Yeah. Like, but it's it's the same character. You got to use your imagination. They're different media. Um, and uh, I think I'm totally okay with it. But um, I, yeah, like I said, so totally high on this thing. Um, I think everyone's going to be super pleased with it when um, we finally get it. <laughs> Take a look, it's a
0: Raptor.
1: all right we promised you some uh, high republic novels and we will deliver here um, we're going to cover two here uh, junior novel mission to disaster uh, we're going to cover first this is by justina ireland And then we're going to do uh, Midnight Horizon, which is a young adult novel by uh, Daniel Jose Alder. Um, So a little different format this time. We're just going to I'm just going to drop a summary of what happened in the book first. Um, So, you know, if you're just here to just, you know, you don't a lot of people don't want to read junior novels if they don't have kids and they're like grown adults. And that's what we're here for. (laughs) We'll uh, read it for you and you can listen to it. I do suggest reading them. They're fantastic um, and they give you a lot of insight. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But, um, yeah, so I'm just going to lay this on you real quick. This is um, Justina Ireland's Mission to Disaster. Um, It starts with a young uh, Avon Staros, uh, begins his tale with a science experiment creating synthetic kyber crystals. Before she can do her first test, however, she's abducted by the Nihil uh, to an unknown planet. Brunesta Rowe and Imri Cantaros are dispatched to investigate their friend's abduction. Uh, Avon flourishes while in captivity, uh, flexing her nerdiness to gain favor um, uh, from the Nihil and eventually earning uh, an assistance position under one of the Nihil's most evil scientists. Uh, Vern and Imri's investigation takes them to the planet Dalva, which it turns out that's where Avon was the whole time, uh, who have missing children of their own, Uh, Dalva does. Our two heroes team up with the local Jedi and our old friend Harmony and discover the Nihil's sinister plan. With Avon's help, uh, synthesizing volatile crystals and a hill's evil doctor agitates Dalvo's uh, fault line enough to slowly destroy the planet. Emory flies to Starlight Beacon for help and ends up towing the whole space station of Starlight Beacon to Dalvo in time to evacuate the planet before destruction. The end. So that's, that's the skeleton of what goes on in this book, but there's um, a lot of very other interesting things, but pretty much that's what happens. Would you yeah. agree? Anything? Yeah. Else? Oh, yeah. That, that was, was, that was awesome. Okay.
2: Well done. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for doing that. That's that was yeah, spot on.
1: Um, any so mission disaster? Any any highlights here? I mean, um, pretty great characters. You know, I I love Vanessa Rowe. Yeah, um, she's oh. definitely one of my faves. And I and Emery Cantaros is getting up there with me as well. What do you guys think? Any favorite character uh, highlights oh, yeah. here?
0: You get more. You get more Avar Chris in this book. You get yeah. You get um. You get a lot of extra Rowe. Like uh, I don't like I love the characters in this book particularly. And yeah. And i my, agree. My favorite character in all of the High Republic to tell you the truth. And I also Avon Staros is yep. fun. Just a great character to follow. Yeah. Like I just love that character. Um I like, have a lot the of whole Staros reasons. family I'm super compelled by. I don't know why we don't have a Disney Plus show that's like the Staros
2: show. That's right. and we'll we'll talk about this when we get to kind of like it, the way this these books interconnect, but Avon is like, I just love that character. I think it's so much fun, especially when you pair her with J6, her droid. Yeah,
1: like, right. it's yeah, so much J6 fun.
2: J6 is great. Yeah. But so when got you...
1: J6 is like, is actually too human, is like a too human yeah. droid. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and Avon is like, I mean, among a group of very smart children, she's the smartest. She's smarter than most adults. So it's like an interesting
2: duet. And I appreciate that her smarts get in her way, right? Like, that she's, she is like, a lot of stuff she does actually ends up assisting the Nihil indirectly. Right. Like I I think it's and and it and it leads to this beautiful moment at the end of kind of a discussion about how much responsibility one bears in that case. But I just I think when you connect this to the other books and and they talk about this book, but, you know, Avon's mother um, is it Jiron? No, what's her name? Um, Jira, 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 Jira Staros is like one of the major villains. Of As the a, entire face yeah,
1: right. So we kind of did this backwards. With, uh,
0: you would find out she's working with the the Eye of the Nile Martian row. I mean,
1: I've never heard it called working with working
2: people. with like she's. Yeah. she's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yes.
1: um, they yeah. I mean, we kind of did this backwards, right? Like a couple weeks ago, we did uh, Fallen Star, the Fallen Star um, well, with Claudia Grace, which was fantastic.
2: We didn't a, do it backwards. They did it backwards. This book was actually released after that book. But anyway.
1: Oh, was it really? Because yeah. I, I think one of these was released in January.
2: Oh, maybe I'm wrong.
1: Um, <laughs> It might have been this one because this one. They it was. T- yeah. We don't. Redacted. Touch- Redacted. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Star Wars. You're right. I'm wrong. You're you're perfect. Track that. But-
1: yeah. Yeah. So, oops, we haven't read this for <laughs> months, but we did have a whole lot of Boba Fett uh, right. on our hands. So um yeah. that's kind of we're doing. So we're we're catching up now, and but, I'm I'm really enjoying this list- reading all this, higher public stuff because now we're synthesizing all the events that happened leading up to Fallen Star. Yeah.
2: yeah. Agreed. But yeah, I, I, yeah. So you're right. We did we did it backwards. Honest to the weft. The we- yeah. wefts. The wefts. Wefts. How we're Yeah. I the other thing to talk about is that like these are the, the 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 level at which they're written and we've talked about like what's the difference between a junior novel, a young adult, an adult novel, and it's really just the writing depth, yeah. right? And and they do deal with more adult or less adult, but I would say they deal with really complex issues in all of these. I mean, at the the crux yeah. of this entire book are constrict conscripted child soldiers
1: yeah i really didn't think they were going that way even when it happened i thought they knew that like that avon was Gira's like daughter and this was these were all the kids that were being that were like yeah you know children of people who were faithful to the Nahil or something like that and then but no they're just like nope you're meat yep yeah and there's always a lot of which i really appreciate like cognitive like healthy conversation and dialogue and stuff. I mean this is definitely something you'd want to bring to your kids because it's I don't know it's always a very positive people interact in a very positive way. Um and that's very cool. Um but for you know dorks like me I'm like wait is that diva lompop and sure enough yeah the ancient boogeyman diva lompop. diva lompop
2: is in this yeah if uh listeners and and readers of the comics will record will recall she was pretty prominent in the war of the bounty hunters series yeah. in the Marvel comics where they had those standalone, like she showed up in all the standalone comics, right? Where you had yeah. the, the one issue about four Lama and Zuckis, another issue about, was it Boosh, IG-88, I think, and Jabba the Hutt. Were those, yeah. those the four, I think? Yeah, yeah, she was
1: there. She was a, a primary antagonist for Boba Fett. Yeah. She's tough. She's yeah. tough. I love that character. And it was cool to see her here, even though she's really just kind of teased, but they definitely teased the fact that she eats, yeah Mm it's all and uh, i'm glad we didn't see that but it was pretty great uh that she was in yeah
0: she's a shawnee bounty hunter and apparently very old yeah right
2: yeah and this is do we is this the first time we see her in the higher public era i can't remember yes i believe so i believe so too because yeah it's it's interesting too because Again, when we when we see her during the rebellion era, she's she's just a bounty hunter. But at this part, she seems like she's part of the Nihil, right? She's yeah. serving under uh, yeah. was it Karazu? Yep. Yep.
1: Karazu. Yeah. I, um, which that name sounds familiar to me too. Um, a Quaran lead the Quaran Tempest. I think we might have seen her in an earlier book. Sort of at like a, you know, Tempest meeting or something like that.
2: or a Yeah, in she no was out of a couple of things. A test of courage, out of the shadows she was yeah. in, but I think just kind of briefly. Right. Um,
1: yeah, and then uh, we've got Imri, who's kind of fascinating. His, like, <laughs> his force ability is to chill people out. He can just, like, instantly just, like, chill people out with a touch. Right. Which is really dangerous. Like it's kind of a gross skill. It's just like, yeah. oh, how you're feeling. You feel different now. Like, <laughs> and and it can be very unsettling for the person if they're not expecting it, um, or if they or if they suddenly notice it. It's like, wait, what? Why do I yeah. feel good all of a sudden?
2: Yeah. It's uh, similar powers to empath from hell from the X Men comics, <laughs> the Hellions.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's probably where that came from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so I have this theory of where this is going now with the hill. I might save it for the next book, but it's just like, I don't know. They talk about it a little bit here. They talk about lightsabers again. This is one thing they keep touching on in all these books is sort of like, well, so you're peacekeepers, but you keep these deadly light sticks. <laughs> like, yeah. Wait. So when do you stop defending and start aggressing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm a little curious, I'm just going to say I'm a little curious if that is the whole point of what the Eye's trying to do here is to turn them into the aggressors. And if he will win as soon as he gets, you know, this division where they're like, no, we're defend and, um, and another group that's like, no, we fight. Yeah,
2: I think you're right. I think he's trying to sow division in the ranks of the Jedi, right? I think he's trying to create a a wedge between factions or create factions. Yeah. And And I think it's interesting, especially because like you know, I, I think people shy away from the junior novel and the young adult novels. But I, I feel like after reading these two, I have similar to you, but I have more of an idea of where the series is going than when I finished the last main adult novel. And that's not uh, a thing. Fallen the, Star. The fallen Star. I feel like Fallen mm-hmm. Star was a great book, but yeah. it was so focused on the the disaster uh, surrounding Starlight Beacon and those characters that at times it didn't really address the larger galactic plan. And I feel like this, and especially Midnight Horizon, which we'll talk about shortly, I have a lot more questions or a lot more thoughts about where this might be going.
0: Yeah. With all the horrific dark stuff that the Jedi keep uncovering, I do like the idea that they're trying to break, the Nile trying to break their spirit. And in so doing, like, have a few fall, like several maybe fall to the dark side. Yeah, And I think when you read in Dooku Jedi lost, I think they even mentioned some Jedi who had fallen from the high Republic era. And so I think we're going to get like several Jedi that will be totally broken at some point in this story. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess fall. Yeah. Whatever that means, be like totally dark at that point. I don't know what that means.
1: Yeah. Do they just leave or do they turn dark side? Right. Yeah. What, what does that mean?
2: I mean, um, Yeah. Is this I mean, that's I'm not trying to rush this along, but is this a pretty natural transition point to Midnight Horizon or do we have more we want to talk about
1: that? That's pretty much it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've got a a bunch of. Yeah,
0: do you have a gorgeous summary for Midnight Horizon then as well? I do. Or or Ben or Adam. Do you want to lead in with something? No, 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 no.
2: All right.
1: Yeah. No, let's let's (laughs) move. Let's move forward. And then we can always sort of talk about other things on that one if we want.
2: Yeah, we'll go Uh, back and forth. I don't
1: know how gorgeous this is. It's a full. So this is a full like 750 page novel. Um, Young adult. Uh, Yeah. Daniel Jose Alder did a fantastic job with this. Um, And it's yeah, it's an exciting, exciting uh, novel. So here we go. This is this is what happened in Midnight Horizon. Uh, Supreme security owner uh, Alice Angua, also known as Crash, dispatched a Grindelid, uh, which is like the like underground worm. dwelling worms um,
2: yeah.
1: from Solo. Um, and actually, we meet that one. Uh, yeah. Proxy or whatever, Preox. Uh, right? Lady Proxima. Lady Proxima. Proxima. Yeah. Proxima is actually in this book. All right. So, a Grindelid named uh, Prybolt out on a routine security mission uh, following Father of Finance. Nomar Tralmit to a meeting in his jurisdiction of Cornet City, uh, Kyrillia. It turned out not to be routine, and Nomar, Pribolt, and Pribolt's co-security officer, Ovart Bitlow Bash, were all attacked by the Nihil leader, uh, uh, by the Nihil led by a familiar air named Sabata Krill, and were apparently killed. The report of Nihil activity on Krilia attracted the attention of the Jedi on Starlight Beacon, and Jedi Master's Comek Vetus, Sai and Padawans Reith Silas and Ron Jemmeron, who is the apprentice to Kinpar Vasilova, in case anyone cares, are called in to investigate. While the older Jedi check in with the local government, Crash enlists the help of Reith and Ram to infiltrate Coronet's underbelly and investigate the mysterious goings-on surrounding the attack that killed her employees. The Masters confide in each other that they have been struggling with the new mission of the Order, and Canem Psy tells a long tale of his younger days, leaving the Order and uh, and Master Yoda to join a traveling circus of love. These two ultimately discover that the local Comsec has been compromised by the Nihil on cor- on, in Coronet City. And they plan to abscond with a couple new ships from the shipyard. Meanwhile, the kids call in help in the form of Zine and create the musical sensation Ms. Z to gain access to a powerful meeting where in is revealed that uh, Trimult wasn't really killed. He was using the Nihil to gain leverage and overthrow the local government. Ultimately, Crash rallies all of her contacts within the city to stop the Nihil from taking the ships and using them as cover uh, to cause more damage to the falling uh, Starlight Beacon, which that happens in this book. Uh, It's a desperate attempt, and the defenders were almost overrun, but just when all looked lost, Yoda returned from his unknown quest to turn the tide and save the day again kind of wordy hopefully people are still awake there uh but if you're wondering what happens in the book that's that's pretty 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 much it yeah
2: no good good job it is that was great yeah i I was
0: impressed you got you said that right yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: i love yeah i love that we go to corellia in this book
2: uh corellia we get some of the worms yeah Yeah,
1: vintage vintage corellia we get to go to the shipyards. Yes. Um, there's an Anzellan, like master shipbuilder, which yeah. is the same um, species Babu's as Frick. Babu Frick. <laughs> um, yeah. Rom Jemeron, really uh, prominent in this book, and yeah. he's amazing. Yeah. Um, and also, as I teased in um, on the uh, Instagram this week, we get the origin of the word wizard.
2: Yeah. The term wizard we comes from. Sure Ram do. Jemuron. He started it
1: 200 years before Phantom Menace. Yeah.
2: yeah. Which I love. I love that idea that that just like because there's a joke and I can't remember exactly how it's phrased, but it's just like he had some long explanation. And he's like, I just made it up. I thought it sounded cool. And then and then it just took yeah. root.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, you keep saying it and sooner or later it's going to happen. And uh, yeah, I mean that. Yeah. But, you know, the Din Djarin saying wizard was like made my 2022 pretty much when he said yeah, that's
2: pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 All time. Great.
1: Um, so other, you know, what do you, what do you all think about crash being a 17 year old running a security company?
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that character was standout. Um, I like, uh, I feel like um, everything on Coralia was awesome. All the characters on Coralia were incredible. That yeah. was my yeah. favorite Part of the, the, the story was just seeing those characters. Um, Meaning like her team. Yeah, the whole team, honestly, like that team was I'm trying to get my notes up for that team. But that was that was cool. That whole plot in the beginning was very cool, too. um... Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's Um, some great ones there. There's a a, like a I actually I I put it all in um, in uh, our discord just because I don't know why I'm just like a nerd like that. Yeah. Um, And they had just had some great creatures in this book. He really had some fantastic pulls. Um, that I didn't expect, but yeah, one, one was a sav rip, which is like, it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex is like, Oh, right, 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 right.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. It's like Bro. a
1: deep, deep cut from a game. And he was like, Nope, that's going to be on your team. Like she had a lot of heavies on her team.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was, um, what's those other ones called the big ones with the horns? Gavarler, Marlar permanent. The guy who was uh, the pilot.
2: Oh, what are those? What are they called? The is the one from Grant. I know you know this. Is the one from Force Awakens too? Yeah, pilot or... one.
1: No, the in Force Awakens, it's that it's that big dude with like the horns and some that assassin. Yeah,
2: and Maz's, uh, castle. Maz's yeah, castle. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, There's one of those.
2: Yeah, never think of I names.
0: It, yeah. yeah,
1: of course I knew that one, so I didn't put it in here. But um, yeah, that and then, um. Yeah, there's an Arcona, which is like a really cool. I think they were first seen probably in A New Hope, but they the like the depth to the characters that are on the team. They aren't just like cannon fodder, and they're like, yeah, let's go. Like they, the main characters have meaningful conversations with all of these team members, and they're fascinating in their own ways. Yeah, and, um, I don't know. I, I just there was a lot of depth there that I, I appreciated and enjoyed.
2: Yeah, and there was a really. I mean, it was it was it was it was gruesome see literally talk about brains being on the outside of a, a person's skull. Yeah. Um, but, well, it's a, but
1: it's a crazy character.
2: It is. But the, and, and when we get towards the end and crash is seeing the death surrounding her, there's just a really well written section about her realizing the fragility of life. Right. Like it was just, yeah. it, was such a, it yeah. kind of leads to that the other thing I wanted to mention real quick, um, as a, as a, as a side note is that, um, Crash's real name is um uh, Alys, uh, uh was it Angwa. Ong, um, yeah. If that sounds at all familiar, it's because uh older the author created this as a tribute to Alyssa Wong, who writes oh. for uh Dr. Affer right now. So it's a tuckerization oh, cool. of her name. Yeah. Um uh. and it based based her and her occupation on on Wong's um uh, answer when when she when when did jose alder basically asked Wong, what would you like to be if you were ever to be in the star wars universe what would you be and this was their answer and so he used this to kind of create this character no way yeah a a droid 10 kate too yeah like joy is super cute it's super cool yeah
1: yeah 10 kate was fun it was just fun how she used her team and like organized the whole thing and had them there but yeah i mean again grief was like the overall thing it was like she lost one of her you know two of her members, but one of her best friends in the first you know chapter of this book, and she's grieving for them visibly through the whole book, which I think is more realistic and refreshing a little bit that that's her motivation yeah. through this whole thing,
2: yeah, and then there's a lot of characters a <laughs> lot going on in this, and the other thing to mention is that you know I think two weeks ago we covered the the higher public adventures the last arc of the higher public adventures yeah and this book last covers week. a lot of the same territory yeah. was it last week uh um, last week yeah wow i can't keep track uh it covers a lot of the same territory right like it actually there're scenes that are told again in this but continues the story forward and we'll talk about that there but they also as you mentioned and brought in you know ram Jam- Jamaran, who's the, who's awesome but author Wreath silas yeah, uh, we've seen before and their yeah, friendship was so much Vitus fun, too. Yeah. Comas. Yeah. yeah. Can't
0: yeah, Com- have character.
1: That Comac character is Sorry, what were you saying, Gray?
0: I love that character. I think he's just such a wise kind of comes to this right conclusion every time. Just he's just not the loudest voice in the room, usually, in the, at least in the novels.
1: Are you talking about Wreath or Comac? Comac. Yeah. Just
0: Comac. Saying. He's just yeah. always right. Like, I, I always agree with his his point of view.
1: Yes. And I mean, do you agree with it at the end? Why don't we just talk about it? <laughs> yeah, this?
2: that's kind of yeah. what we're hitting at. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of the last part of this book? Like the final. I
1: scene. mean, there was a lot there, but like specifically come Vitas. Vetus. Like yeah. I've loved his trajectory because he's been questioning the order the whole time. So that immediately puts him in like Qui-Gon Jin, Ahsoka Tano company, right? Someone who's yeah. just like against the grain and. You know, he's he listened to that like really great side story about quantum size leaving the order for a while. But mm-hmm. he ultimately decides to, you know, quantum side just like took a hit a pause button and went on a little like, you know, venture adventure quest thing. Yeah. Vision quest. But like. Bit of a Rum Springer. Yeah, but yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Uh, but Comex, like, I'm out. Like, I'm yep. out.
2: Here's my lightsaber. I'm out. And runs like just like it runs just, the into the I forest. Picture, yeah, like, j- bye, like, just drops his lightsaber and is just out. Yeah,
1: I can't deal with it anymore. And so, like, where do you think that character is going to go, Grant? Like, this this speaks to what we were talking to you in the last one, right? It's like, yeah. well, what happens, you know, if this is the fracturing that's happening, what's Comeback going to go do? Is he going to just be a moisture farmer somewhere or is he going to be still participate in this war?
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's the question, right? And I, and I feel like that's that's where we're left at the end of phase one is that we have so many Jedi who are dead or missing. We have others who are depowered. We have others who are questioning their existence. And even with the Padawan who we're seeing who have been elevated to knights, because that's also a running theme in these
1: books. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to get elevated.
2: They, I I. It's it's reminding me of the Clone Wars stuff where yeah. I don't know if they were actually ready to be elevated, right? Like they're still struggling, which is maybe that there. And there's some beautiful stuff there about this idea of like, I, I loved in this book the idea of like, no, you just feel the emotion and then you let it go. Yeah. Right. You don't repress it, you acknowledge it, you it, see and you it, move on. and then you yeah. let it go. Like that's that to me is like one of the most Jedi things that I've never even thought about before is it's not about repressing the emotions or saying they're not there. You just acknowledge them, you feel them, and then you let them go, right? But yeah. but we see the Jedi struggling with that, right? So yeah. I think we're gonna get a large sec. I think I I still keep coming back to based on new canon, we have the lost whatever was it the lost twenty or lost twelve? Seven, I think. Last... Yeah. I feel like we do this every time and it's more than <laughs> anyway. But um but I I feel like we're gonna get more of them in these books, right? I feel like we're gonna get the ones that because we only have a couple that have actually been named now in canon
1: yeah we'll see i yeah i don't know i mean so uh, this this book really brought to light
2: a, uh it a, is a the different... lost 20 just to confirm
1: okay you are correct yeah the lost 20. No, I, I wasn't do, doing i just anymore. wanted
2: to mostly not to not because i wanted to be like yay i'm right but mostly just because that opens it up to a lot of possibly a lot of jedis from the high republic era that could make up this this 20. yeah
1: that's a lot more that's a lot more than i had thought i thought it was seven from another one but i will try and remember that it's important because i think it's gonna like you said it's gonna come into play here in the high republic
2: it may also be old versus new canon does that make sense Mm -hmm. they may have upped the number in new canon oh
1: we'll see well uh, yeah i mean i I, I think it
2: lost
0: honestly
1: just like straight up lost, lost I don't know, we'll see. It's just such a good character. I, I I'm kind of rooting for so this is this is my theory. I right? like
0: that character. That's like my favorite Yeah,
1: character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how cool would he be as like a Sith or a Dark Side user? Like, pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. so this is this is my thing with the Nihil. The Nihil, like I thought were like a terrorist, like it was like a 9-11 metaphor or whatever. I no longer think that at all. I think this is like dealing with sociopathy on a grand scale. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you fight the sociopathy? And it's like, it's like seven. It's like, they're trying, like the the Hill is trying to get the Jedi to kill first. And as soon as they do that, then they will, you know, as soon as they're broken, like they start being like, no, we need to start going on the offensive and start killing them before they kill us. That's how they destroy the Jedi order. Yeah. And, uh. You know, just with like, just, you know, there's only so much horror you can see and how much just, you know, like wanton destruction before you just like, we just need to kill them all. And like, that is, you know, easy for, you know, us to say as listeners, but totally different for Jedi. Like that's that the Jedi have to draw that line. And I don't know, I'm hoping these lost ones are all like band together and there's form, you know, maybe they're not Sith, but they're like another, like mm. they're a dark Jedi agency that just starts murdering people. So like it's... murdering the hill.
2: It's interesting, like reading up on the Lost Jedi, these are just 20, which is the number seems weird. I, I, that in all of Jedi history, there's only 20, but these are the right. 20 that have just renounced their Jedi status, right. right? So it doesn't necessarily mean they fell, right? Like they could have just. Nope. So by definition, right? He's got to be one of the Lost 20, unless I guess, I guess you can come back to the order, right? Like we saw with Cantam yeah. um, Psy, but like. I think they are pretty much saying that Comac Vetus is one of the lost twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: think that's that's a lock at this point. But you know, the only other lost twenty we know of is Count Dooku. Yeah. And we know he went to the dark side. So I mean, yep. He, the Sith are out there somewhere, right? Um, <laughs> wait, what's it's the true. guy's name? What is um? Do we do we figure this out? It's uh. Oh, my gosh. Tenebrous. Tenebrous. Thank you. It's <laughs> Tenebrous, right? It, yeah. It's like a
0: bit
2: or
1: something. And he's yeah. Like, Guys. What do we man, <laughs> What was our other t-shirt with the bith? Sith Bith.
2: Sith Bith. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Sith we have bith. a Sith Bith
0: shirt. We have the mullet Obi-Wan the mullet. Yeah.
2: Uh, we have a few uh, shirts. Yeah. We just know that he, Darth Plagueis, right, is his. So he is Darth Plagueis' master. Is uh but
1: I think and they both lived like a hundred years, so that would actually put him sort of he's kicking around somewhere, I think.
2: Yeah, in in terms of it like it's they're in the new canon, they're very squishy with dates, like they're yeah. not so so I think yeah, I think right, and actually
1: these... tenebris is not canon, right? That's that's no
2: uh, So apparently if you go to Wikipedia, he is considered canon. So the, the, the line of the Sith is now canon. It is Tenebris to Plagueis to Sidious. That is. Okay. But like his, with Darth Bane is somewhere out there too, somewhere as well, but much earlier, right? Much, much earlier. Yeah. 500 years before. So yeah, I think something like that. So we know that we know that Darth Plagueis died 32 BBY, like right before, um, um actually I think he's technically still around during um anyway. But like oh, so yeah. yes, yeah, so we don't know how long he lived and how long Plagueis lived, but it makes sense that Tenebris is probably the one who's out and about. Yeah. He may be So maybe they don't
1: fall that far, but maybe yeah. they flirt with him and mm-hmm. he's like, wait, no, you're not the thing, you know. But it'd be funny if there was a Sith uprising, or awesome if there was a Sith uprising that helped defeat the Nihil.
0: Well, they didn't, they talk about like, uh, isn't there, uh, I feel like there's, they, they've talked about the, the dark side, like the, the Nihil talked about the dark side or Martian has. Yeah.
1: And you just reminded me that like we had, there hasn't been a Sith for a thousand years. So if they are there, they, they're never apparent to the Jedi. Right. Yeah. That's the thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, but like they I remember in in old canon, they would mess around at all the time because you would have a character become aware, but then they would just die <laughs> right before they could bring it to the attention. So, oh, right, right, right. You could still technically have them interacting. Yeah, in I mean, way. they
1: obviously exist. It's just like, you know, right. they they'd have to write it in a certain way. um, Which would be pretty cool, which would well, be also the weird.
0: Disney Plus series, the Acolyte coming, which is set mm-hmm. at the tail end of the high republic which could explore the birth of the sith or the rebirth of the sith pretty big role. right
2: yeah right. I, i'm guessing
0: think...
2: yeah that's probably will have Plagueis in that i would assume wow
1: i mean yeah it would be yeah so probably these stories have to dovetail into that story at some yes. point but we're only just this is the the beginning of phase two right or the the right. fallen star is the beginning of phase two it's the
2: first novel no, uh, it's, it the is, end of the first it's still the end of the phase one. So phase I think two that's will the begin next the fall. big
0: storyline, isn't it? The next big storyline is like, who's this dark lord in hiding and kind of what explores that? And I think the Acolyte could do that because, yeah, you might want to get you might want to get uh, more cinematic kind of like real live action sort of point of view for that story. Just because it's uh, a dark lord, you know, that's hard. to pull Yeah, out.
2: I it's it's hard for me to believe that you have a character in Marcian Roe who's actively plotting to destroy the Jedi. Meanwhile, there are Sith bopping around in the, in the galaxy who aren't tied into this because one of two things, either they're pulling Marcian Row's strings or they would just be like, whoa, whoa, how do we get in on this or make sure it e- either a happens according to our plans or B is successful, right? Like, like, so, you I I can't believe we're we're gonna get through this without starting to get some Sith or Dark Side play. Right.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna yeah, be awesome.
2: It is, yeah.
1: Cause especially if it's some of our favorite characters that have fallen dark, it's like, well, what do you do then? Right. You know, they can't, you know, every all the dark side people can't be these like, you know, mustache twirling nemesis. It's like Comac Vetus is awesome. Like if he, yeah. you know he got a red lightsaber and somehow and started cutting down like Nihil, it would be kind of great reading, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously a moral quandary. Um, but that's, that'll be great. It'll help define who the Jedi are and who the Jedi are going forward.
0: Yeah, I think, I think like, it would be cool if maybe one of the three Stellan, Elzar, I wouldn't Stellan no more, but, um, Elzar and uh, Avar like if one of them went dark but they're not going that direction it's going to be one of these characters in the periphery Comac Vitus is actually the perfect sort of I, uh, out of your purview sort of character that could do something dark I, I, I just don't, don't think so he's a good dude like
2: I no I, I mean maybe, but I don't know great I think you might I, I, I think you might be onto something there about the one of the three one of the three s- yeah. stars in the constellation falling like, I, I think that's where that story has to go, where you have to have one betray the three or the other two and then having to decide to hunt him down or her down. Right. Like, I, I feel like that might be something that they're going to want to do.
1: Well, yeah. you know, you were talking about this, Grant, about, you know, S- Stellan's no more. But there's a mystery character with Yoda.
0: Yeah. there covered
1: is covered
0: in rags. Cantam. I don't know who are you talking about in rags the, at, the, yeah, yeah. at the very Yoda shows up yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. with like a person that's just like distraught and like, like crestfallen and covered in like bandages. I'm just saying, could that be Stellan Geos? Could be like does Yoda have this he, like other like, secret he mission, was, like he...
0: sacrificing his life to like save everyone in fallen star. Right. And I'm pretty sure he dies. Like,
1: yes, I'm just saying, though, who's the guy in the in the in the raps? I mean, it could be just some rando that like we find like from Yoda's adventures that he pulls back, but it was pretty mysterious. And like, you know, I feel like if anyone could figure that situation out, it would be Yoda. But yeah. I mean, that could lead, you know, maybe he's unfixable or something like that. But
2: maybe. yeah, uh, or it's yeah, or it's Yaddle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it was a human male, but I
2: think, yeah, I think that, so. yeah, as well. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, well, one of them needs to go dark because I think if you set up that triumvirate, I think it's only right that maybe one of them represents the dark, yeah, element that's about to begin in the
2: galaxy or something. I think, I think it makes it more interesting. I mean, yes, he's probably dead, but, but to me, I think it makes it more interesting than if you just have him dead and then one of the other two go dark and then the other one has to fight, like that. That's too. That's too familiar, right? To have one of a two person go dark and the person having to save them or destroy them. Like, I like this idea of like two of them being betrayed by the other, by the third, right? Like, I think that's interesting. There's a lot more you can do with that.
1: And like Avar and Elzar are now sort of, it seems like they got closer by the end of um, Fallen Star. You know, Elzar is really just pining for her. Like, he's just so in love. But it was interesting in um, uh, the last book we just talked about, we saw some grumpy Avar.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It
1: it was seriously grumpy Avar. And like, I was like, oh, whoa, it's getting to her. Yeah. You know, and I mean, maybe it's because, you know, those those like levelers have a a mal effect on everyone. But
2: yeah. And we still have to cover the last um, run in the High Republic Marvel series. Mm -hmm. And that does address a bit of what's going on with uh with our with Avar Chris. So we'll we'll get around to that in the next few weeks, I'm sure. Yeah. Um the the other thing that we talked a bit about with these books is that they do deal with a lot of which I always enjoy, what it's like to be a Jedi, the moral quandaries, what does balance mean? What does detachment mean? And I think we get a lot of that with the kind of flashback stories with Cantam Psy, Mm.
1: um,
2: as well as their connection to their Padawan, Lula, uh, Lula, right? Who are both, are all going through, they're both, all, both of them are going through very similar things, right? This idea of feeling an attachment to others. And and I love what we see of Yoda in these flashbacks. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Right, because Lula trained under Yoda. Uh, Uh, Yes, um, but was um, technically, yeah. Yeah, even know though... who's who's Lula's master?
1: Cantam. Com-
2: Cantam sai. Cantam. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but Lula was on that was on that Lula ship. Had with... a lot of like tutelage. Right. Yeah.
1: That's why it was hilarious because she didn't explain her situation to Cantam, and she was like, "He's not going to understand." Blah 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 blah. And then Cantam like then goes on and tells us anecdote and it's like exactly analogous to what to what yeah. Lula going through. It like would have been the perfect like no one actually knows better than he what she's going through. And um, yeah, I thought that was kind of a funny, a funny twist there, but it was interesting. He just like joined the circus and just like went on this sexcapade with, you know, his boyfriend and like, you know, whatever, got a bunch of random jobs, was a bartender for a while. (laughs) I don't know. It's pretty cool that, you know, they did this and then like, he was waiting for the call. Grant, I know you're the biggest Yoda fan of all of us as much as we'd probably like to compete with you on that. What'd you think of the Yoda in this book?
0: Perfect. I think Daniel Jose Alder writes Yoda as good as anyone. The quotes were like outstanding. The one, the wind quote, like the there's just uh, there were so many good Yoda quotes in here that I am just astounded by. And just and he's used with restraint. Like he's not used throughout the story. He's not a main fixture. Yeah, it's just a beautiful sort of um, usage. I thought of Yoda. Uh, Yeah, it's
1: a lot of them just remembering his. His anecdotes and pearls of of wisdom, yeah. His pearls
0: as his uh, his, uh, axioms and yeah, proverbs and stuff are incredible.
1: I'm sorry, what were you gonna say, Adam? I cut you off there, but
2: uh, no, I don't think so.
1: So they, yeah, well, then they, yeah, it's just great, and um, you know, they're talking about it, and and like you said, Grant, I think he just really captured Yoda's voice perfectly. And it was really, it was like, you know, when you're like, your heart gets warm because you're like, oh,
0: Yoda. like the, Yeah, that's a quote. That's perfect. Yoda
1: quote. Yeah. Um, Yas. So there's a lot of that. There's poor Wreath. They gave like Wreath, like a paragraph where he's in love. Like Wreath is just like, um, he's. He's. <laughs> He said, Reetha had given up trying to not have crushes, opting instead to neutralize the whole situation <laughs> by having all the crushes.
0: All the crushes. Yeah. All the crushes.
1: Yeah, Surely there was an old Jedi wait, saying wait. about that, or maybe there was an old Jedi saying. If not, That's he'd amazing. make it one.
2: Um, yeah, I like how he makes up Jedi sayings, but like... <laughs> uh... <sighs> Yeah, I can't remember the one, but it's like it's like it's was it that the a Jedi or a Jedi Padawan plans and the Force laughs or something like yeah. that, which is yes. Jedi, which right. is you know based on a human aphorism, which I always think you know is 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 pretty good, as, you know man plans and God laughs, but yeah. um, but it's 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 I just it's a great character, and I just the Daniel Jose Older just wrote Wreath and Ram so well. And their camaraderie and their back and forth is is every time there was a scene with the two of them talking, I was fully engaged. So much fun. Yeah.
1: Um, I think do we have a dyad on our hands with uh Zine and Lula?
2: Maybe because they kind of
1: force Skype a little bit in this book, and they're like they just like meditate together and know each other's thoughts. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have like an early dyad.
0: I think that's being explored in the comics, too, their their relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so there was definitely overlap with their relationship here and them trying to explain yeah. each other's feelings for each other, but also as young teenagers trying to understand the feelings themselves, which I never bothered to do. I was just like, let's go. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the yeah, they're like, what, what is it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, the dyad, I yeah, I could get I could get that from them. Yeah, it's pretty strong that connection. Um definitely. Yeah, I can see that. Zine also had a connection with Crix that felt dyad esque just because it was a lot of parallel action.
1: Yeah. The, it was weird. It sort of stopped passed thinking off, about right? him. Yeah. And then she it was went to like, Lula. Yeah. Yeah. And then immediately there. I it, Zine is fascinating to me because yeah. it feels it's a little cruel.
0: That they keep she's her like a around. virgin. She's like a virgin in the forest, basically. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're just they keep her around, but they don't train her officially. Right.
2: It's like, what, what is this?
1: And she's <laughs> like, you know, it's like, oh, get close to all these people. And then we're going to kick you out eventually, though.
2: Yeah, it's odd. I don't know what the, the gate with the end plan is for that, for that character. Like, even from the Jedi's perspective, like, just train her. or Don't. But I think doing this halfway thing is not, not a good plan. Yeah. No. Um.
1: Yeah, there's some modern team dynamics here. Fezonk, right? There's a yeah. Oh yeah, Fezonk. Um. Oh man. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can pull some. Yeah, here we go. I don't know. And here's one thing, and sometimes we much we must strike first, Cantum. We all celebrated after after Quansi when we heard about how your Padawan restrained Zine's hand and stopped her from killing Cricks. But given all that's happened since, can we really say that that was the right thing? How many lives would have been saved, you know, if we had just killed people like that was from Comac? Right. It's like, what if he just becomes a rogue murderer? Yeah. How, of just the bad guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, it might just be like a, a vigilante. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of like Batman Joker dynamic going on in this these books. It's just yeah. you're gonna let the chaos persist. Like if you let the, leave these people, if you let these people live, they're just going to commit more atrocities, and it's just right. going to... I don't know. It just seems I don't know. Comac is onto something, but at the same time, it's like it's not the way. And the Jedi are being driven to you know
2: their wits end. Yeah, it it's it's definitely a a. Very dark time for the Jedi. It's it's gonna be interesting where where we find them when this picks back up. That's the other thing I'm I'm wondering is just this is just a general question is you know, we talked about where might they be going next. My question is when might they be going next? Meaning, is the next part of this gonna take up like fully following this, or are we gonna jump forward in time? Mm -hmm. Is there a chance we might have a five, ten year time jump?
0: Well, what makes you think
2: that? For the next well, phase? I mean, the next uh, yeah.
0: wave or whatever.
2: Yeah, I think you're calling them phases because phases, because yeah. we have 200 years to cover. Not that we have to cover them all in the books. We're right. 200 years. You can cover. Let's put that way. We also know that the we know that the the um that the Acolyte series is taking place towards the tail end. So they have a lot of room to play with. Now, you can slow, slow play it and tell these stories back to back to back to back to back, to back and back. Or do you want to fast forward these characters like you do in even the in the Star Wars movies? Mm. Three years, four years, five years. That maybe now we're at a point where they're just they're just living in a world where the Nihil are in a world (laughs) we live in society uh, where Nihil are just attacks are popping up, right? That there's this slow play attrition type of war, like this Cold War even. Or or does it take place immediately after? I don't know. I part of me wants this time jump, which would be interesting to see where these characters mm. are, especially with the younger characters, right? Like the to, right. fu- to see where Ram is now five years from now. Is he a is he a Jedi Knight?
1: Right, and what has happened to them? Yeah, I mean the, the younger generation is kind of the. I mean, there's there's a lot of older ones, and actually the oldest ones like Porter Angle are some of the most interesting. But like I, I'm re- the strongest Jedi seem to be this younger group, Renestra Rowe, who can like I mean. She can essentially like travel through hyperspace with her mind and then she can like she can do all these really advanced hard things to do, like astral project and like, you know, really, really tough things. Imri Kantara seems like OP in a very like Mm -hmm. empathetic way. Buriaga was like that question mark. Maybe Buriaga is still there. But, you know, Wreath Silas is a ringer. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's no. you know, book smart. And he just is like, oops, I'm also a great swordsman, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Swordsman as well.
0: He's shown um, a pull to the dark side, though, hasn't he? A little bit.
1: Wreath? No. Wreath is oh. a bookworm. He's yeah. just like puppy dog love for all the ladies in the galaxy. Yeah.
2: And I maybe mean, it was Emory. I forget. It was either Wreath or Emory.
0: One
1: Emory did. Emory did, did early Emory. in that first Emory book. Had...
2: In that first oh. book when he lost his, uh sorry, yeah. lost his uh master and then and then i think i mean and then we got like ram who's who's somewhat new right like ram i think yeah. showed up in the second phase series of books yeah he was on um, valo i think uh, yeah he was on valo but yeah, he had that race he was in that race to crash point so he was yep, in the junior yeah. novel the first time we met him but like he has that really interesting force ability where basically his force ability centers around engineering uh, engineering right so that yeah. can be really strong character for developing things for the jedi
1: yeah, there's a super team in the making there. Mm-hmm. And um, it would be cool.
0: <laughs> also the like... Death Star. I mean, like the super weapon stuff, like that story is a kind of, um, you know, a kind of underarching story that's that goes through the entire vein of Star Wars, the history of Star Wars. And I got to imagine like in the visual dictionary for Rise of Skywalker, they talk about the super weapon plans being thought up by, you know, Darth darth tanis or something uh i'm mm-hmm. um, from around the scourge of malachor and I, I think in rebels we see that planet and everyone's like frozen like the leveler the how it turns people to petrified you know husks basically yeah um are we looking at super weapon plotting happening anytime soon in these books or no I don't know. Every, every
1: time they mentioned Kyber crystal like manipulation, I'm like, yeah.
2: oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a Star Wars, so probably, <laughs> but maybe we could not do that for once. Yeah. right.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, maybe the super weapons are a modern development relatively and like that, you know, they're kind of the first that do it there.
0: Well, was it like was it Palpatine's idea like from the start or was someone else? you know exploring the super weapon technology before palpatine
2: yeah that's interesting people who deal with path
0: engines and things like that yeah Mm -hmm. maybe Maybe.
1: i mean the path engines that's how you like send a you know a blast through hyperspace right that's what star killer was which was not described very well to me um in the movies but like yeah it sends a blast through hyperspace
0: right which I it would, be, it would have been cool if they actually like had to plant like crystalline structures that actually refracted the beam. Like it, like it just splits in a weird way. I was just like, it'd be cool if there was like a more elaborate thing here.
1: Yeah, yep. uh, I would use yep. reflectors or whatever. But it's like, yeah, they're bombing another solar system from another solar system. It's like it was insane. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like there was another answer there. <laughs> also, <laughs> we lost Ilum, which is like oh, bombed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've... what a
0: bummer! By the way, that
2: Starko yeah. is Illum. Like Illum was
1: right. Was Illum? Yeah. Well, I guess it's still alive, right? It it the base exploded, but Ilum's still there, right? I guess
2: the planet didn't, right? The planet's still yeah, out there. Right. That's
1: cool. All right. What well, makes you feel better? Oh uh, yeah.
2: Maybe you so, have a uh, you know, Ray and her new Jedi Academy oh, going so there for field cool. trips. That idea is way too cool.
0: <laughs>
1: that is. That would be great. And they start like going. Kind of chilly
2: time. there, though. I don't know if you'd want to
0: build your temple there.
1: Scarif,
0: no. why not? Do you know what? If you want your Jedi to be happy and no one fall <laughs> their right side, get them on Scarif. Let's just try. Like, why are we going
1: to do all this work? We're Relax. just going go to today, brah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a Mel place to learn. But Scarif is gone, right?
2: Uh, no, I don't think it's it didn't do the full planet destruction, right? Because that's how they that's how they justify. Didn't the we fact. see in
1: the comics, though, like Single the cult of the central eye, her I mean, it's like it's like three <laughs> quarters of a planet, which doesn't really make a planet.
2: I guess I think Jedha is much worse. Oh, I'm thinking off. Of
1: Jedha. I'm thinking of Jedha. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Jedha gets like glassed or just
0: totally fractured. Explodes. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Um,
1: I did find an interesting thing. So, remember the little. Uh, remember the. Uh, Uh, nursery rhyme the terrifying nursery rhyme yeah 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 yeah. what was that from was that the the shadows the the shadows
2: shadows uh miniseries comic on uh for marvel yeah
1: right so that's what the the mysterious person in rags is singing oh interesting while they're sitting there so that's why i was like still in
2: geos right because he he was was obsessed with that in that series right well done ben okay yeah, that's,
1: that's my only evidence that, that it could be him, but
2: that's but something I mean,
1: it could be. I mean, allegedly, that that um, well, not allegedly, but they they said that that nursery rhyme is talking about a boogeyman and the boogeyman is the leveler, like Leather, so it yeah. could be other people. And it wasn't just Stellan that was humming that nursery rhyme, I don't know if it was Urquhart or uh, I don't know what's that guy Emrick. Um, or if it's another person, but there was someone else humming it as well. So,
2: yeah, it was the, it was the, uh, the investigator, the Jedi investigator, but I feel like, but I feel like that's such a, yeah, yeah, but that's so interesting, Ben, that like, yeah, we've only seen two people. We know one who is maybe dead. Like it's, that seems, yeah, that seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: man. Yeah. The figure never showed their face, never spoke to anyone, just sang a little sad ditty over and over again. In a raspy whisper, they'll do what they can. They'll do what they must. And then, yeah, and then all of us, yeah, they they finish it off there too, just to, for the the dark like overhanging thing there. Um. Sorry, I'm steamrolling all of them. Um, no, that's perfect. No,
2: I I like this. Uh, I like this conspiracy theory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else you all wanted to talk about? Ram Jamron just being awesome.
0: Ram Jamron is the best. Love yes.
1: Um, There was one line that he said, and he was just like, let's go look at starships. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah.
2: That was like saying. I love how enthusiastic he is about so many things and him learning sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. And, know, yeah the book and is great. Comic yeah. timing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, you know, I got to say, I I really enjoy the kind of main novel run, but those are like they can be long and and really joyless, <laughs> but not in a bad way, right? Like they yeah. they're that's because those stories. But like
1: I yeah, Fallen Star hurt. It hurt.
2: What it Fallen was a ru- it crushing. was a it was a tough. That's
0: why when you're saying this is Stellan, I'm like pretty sure they spend like four chapters being like, and Stellan died
2: heroically, to like right say, transport.
0: Yeah. You're right. You're right. Right.
2: but I, I I really think these 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 young adult novels really are balanced <laughs> that out a little bit. Where there's a there's they they're still dealing with dark themes and all these dark things, but there are those moments of levity and comedy, and you deal more with with the relationships and the good parts of relationships. Right? Like I just I'm enjoying yeah. it quite a bit. You know, it's my long winded way of saying if you're not reading them and you have any interest, they're definitely worth reading.
1: Definitely. All right. I've got another random thing to talk about with this book. So finally, the Jedi are carrying gas masks.
2: Yeah. Like, finally,
1: they're like, oh, there's gas. Put it on. I'm like, oh, for gosh sake. There's even a a point where I wrote. I'm like, why haven't they gassed them yet? And then like the next scene, they gassed the like the gassed the the location or the battlefield or whatever they were on yeah and um they brought them out but how cool would it be if there was like a generation of jedi that wore helmets like cool helmets
2: yeah maybe we do get that from now right maybe that's right that's kind of this 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 generation that's growing up with the nihil or just yeah well don't like the guards like the sentinel guards wear like uh helmets
1: they do yep they do so it's like, but like, where are look, those
0: guys in the battlefield? Like if I be mean, like maybe there should be diplomat Jedi and then there are ones that handle like the the violence, but they're like wear helmets uh, and they're, they're very like guarding the yeah. temples. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. They're guarding the temples. But I think um, from the previous book from um, Justina's book, it was uh, they had one of those like they had a it was like Elissa or Elissa, Is- I think was her name, um, was a Jedi. And she just like Kept track of all the records from Dalna, and you yeah. know they went to go kill. Her. And she's like, I didn't bring my lights. Like she hates to fight with a lightsaber. Right. And, like she had to go like fend off some or scare some ice crocs or ice alligators or whatever right. ice gators. <laughs> and she was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know. And like she's kind of one of the ones I would sort of, I guess not a defender of the tomes, but like still. Um. Is that kind of Jedi? But I just thought it would be kind of cool if they designed helmets because then it would really bring that sort of like knights of the Round Table feel to the High Republic.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be down for that for sure. Because you're right. Because there is that there is that scene where they have them, and I think I can't remember who's yelling it, but it might be Cantam or Cormac. But they're just like, yeah, either put on your gas mask or take them from fallen Nihil. Like I love that line. I'm yeah. just like, yeah,
1: yeah. Everyone knows, yeah um and yeah. yeah
0: wasn't there a second great hyperspace war that like happened
2: in the old legends
0: oh yeah after this time it was not the first one it was the second one
2: i think so i think there were i think there was one that was more it was uh, something for like current I to,
0: yeah I to take part in that was like yeah sounded pretty cool Wondering if the path engines could lead to a canon, canon recanonization of sort of like that.
1: Yeah, that, they there's been a bunch of name drops of the Jedha, the War of Jedha, or the Battle of Jedha. Yeah, the yeah. Past yeah. couple of stories we've seen they've they've mentioned that, so they are starting to flesh out some. And like, isn't there like,
0: stuff. aren't there comments about the Jedi like wrongfully spilling blood or like killing, or like killing people, like?
1: There's yeah. something
0: like some stories like the Dalmians or something and like their past, like the Jedi fought them or something. I don't
1: yeah, no, that yeah. was that was from the, the yeah. Dalma book. Yeah. Um, and mission to destruction or mission to disaster or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah, mission to disaster. And yeah, they don't talk about it. But then, you know, Harmony's like, well, the Jedi didn't do anything wrong. It was just the fact they were here and then a bad thing happened. But yeah, they, you know, it's been struck from the records, whatever happened there. But ultimately... The population blames, um, you know, blames a Jedi, which is a bummer. I really liked Dalma, actually. Like, I had an attachment to that planet. It was it sounded like Italy, but like, or like Spain. It was all vineyards, and it was like very yeah. small. And it's, I was like, I would like to hole up on that. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean.
1: Tiny little planet. You could just like. I thought the
0: shipyards you know, of Corilia would. Would be the one for you. But yeah, no, yeah, no. vineyards are come on, you can't beat up no. Vineyards.
1: I want an Vineyard old vineyards. stone like Jedi temple with yes. vineyards. That's what I'm talking about. And a Jedi I
0: that... Like that we're gonna do our, our favorite getaway world right now because like I do like the new world that Luke's temple's on, like that uh bamboo kind of world. I like oh
2: yeah. Space that's Japan. That's
0: a chill spot. That's a chill spot. so
2: i i missed all of this because i was googling second great hyperspace war yeah (laughs) and and i i fell down i fell down internet internet was it a legends hole those are it is it is a a fan fiction hole because i did i I did not know that on wikipedia there's a fan fiction timeline thing so apparently the second second great hyperspace war took place uh, 190 years after the Battle of Yavin and its combatants are the Darth Charon Sith Empire the dark Jedi order the new jedi order the Yuuzhan vong and the com- the commanders are mal Skywalker and Zane Skywalker
1: <laughs> okay
2: well oh, that's fantastic alrighty it's, what's the thing that uh, Qui Gon takes part in in the? Comes. I don't know. I my brain is. Comes. I'm lost now forever. My brain is fried after reading some of this stuff. Sorry. Um, I don't <laughs> know.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a rabbit hole you don't want to slip
2: and fall down. That's.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be wild, but there's no way out. You you'll never find the surface if you, no. you go into. Was, that it just
2: took me forever to figure out, like, what's happening. I like, I know, I still haven't finished the old EU, but I'm like, I'm sure there wasn't a mal or zane skywalker (laughs) right
0: or the hyper straight hyperspace tracking could be something that they get from the path engine research or whatever but um i don't know man the leveler how far are we on that at this point we don't we still don't know have a great idea of what the leveler is
1: it's i mean it's it's a beast that like messes with force minds like if you use the force with it i mean yeah i don't know but yeah it comes from somewhere it could be like part ghost or some sort of eel spirit energy or, a, you know, something that, like, a, you know, a witch or something, cre- you know, helped create yeah, yeah, yeah. from a big billion, you know, from a millennia ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, there We do get some more missing or re- presumed dead announcements in this book yeah. that are kind of new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, based off of uh, tri- Trail of Shadows, we actually, we saw Master Torben strip to his, like, G-string and go fight. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like, right. <laughs> like the leveler
2: for
1: some reason. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, but uh, they they said the first reports on the scene said about it was a uh, Lula. So Lula could be gone. Farzala. Right. Sorry, Grant. I know he's your guy. No. Yeah, Farzala.
2: I, I think we're I think intorbid- I think everyone I think they're all good. I think because yeah? I, I do because I think Zine mentioned even like she would have felt Lula's mm. absence. Right. And I think if Lula's not gone. The rest of them aren't gone, I think. And I, I think we're going to follow their ventures off of Starlight Beacon. OK, I, um, I like
1: that you're hopeful. I'm you're hopeful. not based off of Fallen Star. I'm like, well, <laughs> they're dead. They haven't shown any resilience or they haven't learned from anything they've seen. They're not communicating. No one's talking about this together. They're not working. Like, yeah, they just like they're just dying. <laughs> it's all that happened in Fallen Star. And it's like feels like. I so I'm, I'm there's real stakes here. I don't know what's going on, so I'm just assuming they're gonna be gone. I mean, Burry Aga Agaburi, like, there's another, like, there's real cliffhangers to the end of phase one here.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there could be so many Jed, 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 I almost said dead Jedi or not, right? Like, I, I like the idea that we're only getting these, we haven't gotten like an official tally, we're just getting these through like their loved ones and colleagues. And so yeah. all of them are like, nope, there's no way. I, I This person is still alive. I'm like, they can't all have made it, right? Like right. S- some of them have to be gone.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. Um. We'll see.
2: Um, all right. Hold on. I have an answer to Grant's question about the second great hyperspace war. Right. Which is the Stark hyperspace war,
0: yes.
2: which took place 44... 44- Stark? uh I, I apparently i don't know like yeah was, that's my same thought when i read that but it's uh yeah that is 44 years bby obi-wan kenobi it was right before the clone wars not right yeah. before but it was a little bit before so okay. you're right like this could be and the stark hyperspace war is considered canon though it is It wow. is. though all those stories aren't right got wiped out but that has gotten mentioned um and yeah. a couple of things that are considered canon so they could be playing around with some of that in the accolade series. Yeah, Because that would be the very end of the um, of the higher public.
1: I mean, that would make sense as like a crescendo to the path engines, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Um, that'd be cool. Anything else you all want to talk about from this book? We haven't really talked much about Crash or Zine becoming a starlet, which is actually pretty cool.
0: Oh, the uh, pop star stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fun.
1: Star stuff. Uh, we haven't done crash justice. She was a fantastic, um, I yeah, want a
2: cool character. Yeah. I mean, song. we started with her, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we did, but, um, yeah, she was, she was actually just a great leader and a fun character to sort of, she was, she was plucky. She's pl- plucky, plucky yeah. teen. Plucky. Um, with... the word. Right. Hold All right. Then I guess, uh, I'm going to end this with the last quote of the book from Yoda.
0: We
1: yeah. Do that. Um, Difficult the way forward will be. But there is a way. Mm-hmm. There is always a way. And young Wreath has learned. To make that way ourselves, we must. For it has not been made yet. To do this, though, to forge our path to the future, guided by the secrets of the past, we will be. Yeah. Guided by the secrets of the past, we will be.
0: Yeah.
1: I love that. That sounds... Yeah. That sounds like a way forward, and also yeah. a way to learn stuff about previous wars and stuff, and open up new things.
2: True, true. Cannot wait to see that's where they're
1: going with that's this.
0: That's what Luke does, right? Is he he goes backwards in the, the Jedi history? He tries yeah. from the very first yeah. Jedi to just try to understand what they their findings on the Force. And right, we get to the cave in the Last Jedi. We do see that that eerie sort of symbol of the, the Jedi meditating with the split, kind of like Yeah, yang young. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's something to that I think. It's the understanding of the dark side will, is in you and just navigating it. Yeah. Like Yoda is doing for so many padawans and younglings is helping them guiding them.
1: Yeah. It'll be really cool if Yoda starts to play a more prominent role in these stories now cuz if it's going to be written like Daniel José Alder wrote this, I'm all in. It's going
2: to be too. Yeah.
1: All right, awesome. Uh, next week we're gonna finish up phase one of the High Republic. We're gonna do the um, this latest arc of the High Republic. Um,
2: and yeah, we'll do the the Eye of the Storm.
1: And Eye of the oh, Two Part of the Storm.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's just a little two two banger. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah. So and that then we'll be caught up with a higher public. I hope you all love the higher public or you just want to learn about it. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun stuff. I'm hoping you're all enjoying, you know, listening to this, even if you're not reading the media, um, it's fun to go through. It's fun to read.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm is- ha- more than happy to take, take this on for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is fun for sure.
1: Exactly. So we'll do that. And then if there's any more uh, news, we'll go through that. I'm sure people are going to be talking about Obi-Wan more. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh
0: yeah it's yeah high republic's a great era just to learn about because i think you know we there's speculated that there might be tv shows there might be disney plus series in the works then uh the ubisoft game is also right to be high republic era it's a cool era to just familiarize yourself with because a lot could be coming in that timeline absolutely
1: all right everyone thanks very much for listening uh we greatly appreciate it Um, And uh, we'll talk to you next week. May the Force be with you.
0: This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at CoreWorldNews on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.